Hello, and welcome back to the Retro Podcast, where every week we go through each and every year in the past and decide whether it's retro or not. I'm Christian, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Silas. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty all right, Christian. How are you doing today? As good as can be expected. Beautiful. Indeed. So So, how was your day fully? Did um, you do anything special? Nope. Nothing special? Same. I burnt my finger at work today. That's fun. I touched a grill. It burned. All right. So everybody, y'all ready for... You already know what you're here for. You want to know what happened in 1981, the year where music was absolutely born. Because that's what most of this is going to be talked about is music. But we're not going to get to there yet. We'll save that for later. But first, let's talk about the events. And I will start with the first one. Uh, What you got for me, son? So, on January 20th, Ronald Reagan is sworn in as the 40th President of the United States. And George H.W. Bush is sworn in as Vice President of the United States. Minutes later, Iran releases the 52 Americans held for 444 days, ending the Iran hostage crisis. That's what I'm talking about. Go Reagan! Woo! 100 (laughs) cents. So, uh, when did you say that he was, uh, when Reagan was sworn in? On January 20th, which is also my father's birthday. January 20th. And his brother's twins. Because exactly two months and ten days later, someone attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan. That's right. John Hinckley Jr. Scumbag. Very interesting. Wow. Man, 80 so far since the John Lennon moment, which he actually was killed, unfortunately. But at least Reagan survived that. So, you know what? <laughs> you missed me. He said, no, thank you. I think I'm going to lose. He had, he had like, um, Daedric armor on. Yeah, something like that. Like a hundred, level 100 sneak. All right. And don't forget, also the Super Bowl. The um, oh. Oakland Raiders defeat the Philadelphia Eagles 27-10 to 10 at the Louisiana Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. I don't the give a fuck about football, but you know what? That shit busting. Yeah. Super Bowl I is mean, a very iconic. Very iconic. So you got to at least give it. Always got to bring it up. Some people want to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. What else do we got here? We have the first space shuttle flight. Yeah. Columbia. Yeah. In April of 1981, NASA launched the very first space shuttle mission. Space shuttle Columbia successfully carried two astronauts, Robert Crippen (laughs) and Young Young, er, John Young, into space to complete the inaugural. I sorry if I said that correct incorrectly. How do you pronounce that? Inaugural. I think I might say that right. Yeah, inaugural. Okay. I always get that weird feeling. I feel like I'm not because I'm not familiar with that word. So now this probably doesn't. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So, anyway, so you know what? Two space shuttles, two astronauts, my boy Robert, my boy John. Cool. Something interesting. All right. So, May 14th, 1981, in St. Peter's Square in Vatican City, the Pope was shot. Oh, no. My boy Pope. He He was struck four times. And you want to know something? What? He survived. 
it's, he it's a, died it's a in fucking 2005. miracle. He died in 2005. I assume of old age. I think so. Yeah. He just said, "Hi, right, I'm out." All right. Well, on July 7th, going back to the president, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan nominates the first woman, Sandra Day O'Connor, to the Supreme Court of the United States. Following oh, that, yeah. she does win. So she is the first female U.S. Supreme Court justice. That is respect women. We must respect women. That is a beautiful moment right there. Interesting but fact. Two days later, after he nominates her, the first release of Donkey Kong and debut of Mario was released on that time, too. Oh, yeah. Classic, classic video games. I per- Donkey Kong 1, simple, classic. Donkey Kong 2, it I. Then they made Donkey Kong Jr. Like, now it's just pretty much Diddy Kong at this point. Yeah. I don't think I've ever played any of them. Yeah, definitely the original Donkey Kong just keeps it muted. Yeah. Donkey Kong Country, though? Damn. Me and my father would play it all the time whenever I... We had it on the Wii. It was like a virtual, whatever you call it, for the Wii. You can buy them, play older games. Me and my dad used to play all the time. Donkey Kong Country, classic and beautiful. So is the original Donkey Kong the one where you're playing as Mario and you have to get to the top of all? Yeah, but originally his name wasn't Mario. It was, um, I think it was Hammerman. Oh, yeah, or Jumpman. Yeah, either Hammerman yeah. or Jumpman. I might be wrong on either, but it sounds like one of those two. Let me know in the comments or somehow contact me if you can find my information if I'm wrong. Okay. I don't feel you like I'm contact- right now. You can contact us on Twitter or Facebook at the Retro Podcast. Well, actually, at the Retro Pod. Now, this one's a little story, but it's a pretty tragic one. Some kid by the name of Adam Walsh. He was six years old. He was kidnapped from a Sears store in Hollywood, Florida. And he was, unfortunately, I don't know if I could say this, but. Decapitated. It was in a tragic story. Nineteen eighty-one, July twenty-seventh. For a second, I thought you were talking about like this happened, like you know, yesterday. I was like, what? <laughs> no, but I haven't done more, more research on it, which I probably should have. But I just want to say, F and chat for Adam Walsh. It was just a young boy. It was kidnapped in Hollywood, Florida. He probably would have been. There's a Hollywood guy. in Florida. Never heard of that. Probably not the same type of Hollywood, but. Maybe it's got similar intakes of Hollywoodness to it, kind of like Orlando Universal Studios kind of thing. And then there's one in Hollywood, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> off-brand Hollywood or Hollywood Sun. Oh, here's a beautiful one. Mara, on August first, MTV Music Television is launched on cable television in the United States, which, oh, yeah. when it was actually called Music Television, and then it became yeah, just well, another cable news channel just to watch you know 16 yeah. and pregnant and beavis and butthead which i'll give it i'll give it that beavis and butthead were the pioneers of that mtv they made mtv look very epic which they also did you know music reviews so they kind of kept the whole music thing in it but then they just yeah. forgot what mtv stands for now and now it's just instead of mtv music television it stands for misogyny television <laughs> or mediocre television boom yeah, I like that. Mediocre television. Yes, mediocre television now. Love that. So, interesting fact. In 1981, so you've heard of uh, Ted Bundy, right? 
Yes. Well, let me tell you about his doppelganger, Thomas Bundy. Damn it, Thomas. <laughs> what about Thomas? Well, he lived in uh, Fairbanks, Alaska. And from he was an Air Force sergeant. Um, he confessed to five murders near the Air Force base which he served at. Uh, he murdered young women and girls. Jesus. From, I believe it was 1979 to 1981. And then he died by suicide in Texas on the day of his arrest in 1983. Okay, we don't need any more scum on the fucking earth. I think it was an intentional motorcycle accident. Wow. You know what? Good. We don't need any more scum like that on the earth. Though it's sad, though, in today's world, or today's society, we glorify serial killers. It's like, why? The evil. They did some nasty things. You want to glorify that? But back then, people definitely hated serial killers. I mean, I know people... Don't like serial serial killers, unironically, but it's like, why would you have any sort of interest in it? I mean, I mean, it's an interesting thing to learn about, but not where you want to be like, oh, I love me a good serial killer. Yeah, love me. I love murdering kids. Like, bro, why? Why would you say that? Following a couple um, weeks later, Mark David Chapman is sentenced to twenty years in life in prison after being convicted of murdering John Lennon in Manhattan eight months earlier. Fine, the man. The motherfucker got what he deserved. Except he was there longer than 20 years. Yep. Good. Good rooms. I'm I'm pretty sure. No, wait. Is he still there? I can't remember. Probably. I mean, for all I know, I'm pretty sure he's still in prison. Because I know damn well if he went back out of prison, someone's going to kill him. Oh, for sure. Oh, sure. Falling along the... Uh, now, I'm not sure exactly what day this was. I couldn't find the information, but this is going to involve McDonald's. Two oh, items, iconic items. One of them is the one we all know today and we still consume it, and the one that was that comes back and forth over and over. Like It comes and it goes. And you know what that is? The McRib. The McRib. McRib oh, was really? introduced in 1981. Yes. And huh. the one food that we have today that people absolutely crave for every time they come through McDonald's is the McDonald's chicken nuggets. Oh. 1981. That's the only reason I like 1981. I could care less. You know what? That's the end of the podcast. It's right. All right. All right, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll talk to you all later. Peace. Chicken nuggies. I love a good McDonald's chicken nugget, but have a little debate here. Do you prefer Wendy's chicken nuggets or McDonald's? Mm. See? McDonald's has like the flavor, but Wendy's got that juiciness. You know, you bite into a Wendy's chicken nugget, it's juicy. That's without a doubt. You ever had a McDonald's spicy nuggets before? I did. I didn't like them. Yeah, me neither. They weren't like spicy. Was, yeah, I, I just felt like it was more spicy than like flavorful. It so if you wanted any- to be spicier, we did have the uh, the mighty hot sauce. Like this was like some like spicy it tasted kind of like an asian sauce like a sweet chili type of thing but it's like super spicy that's what made it even spicier you have to get that with that but yeah and pudding pops were introduced in 1981 and oh zip zip pop 
boy, goddammit. And I think that's all I pretty much have that I find to be interesting of 1981. Yeah, I, I um, didn't really find a whole lot interesting about 1981 events-wise. I found literally anything else but events that weren't, like, political. Yeah, most of these were political. But we got a couple of iconic ones that follow up with what today's world is. Chicken nuggies. Yeah. Let's go on to something some... a little quick. Just some movies now. I only have a few on here that were even close to being iconic. Halloween 2. Right. Yeah, I got Halloween 2. I I have yet to watch them. I heard they're good films. Stripes. Never heard of it. Bruh. My boy Bill Murray is in that movie. Oh, really? What about Friday the 13th Part 2? Oh, yeah. That's when Jason Voorhees was generally introduced like as like actually killing, because it's the first one, yeah. Mother, and now it's Jason. Yeah. And there's some movie called Arthur. I'm honestly I've I've seen the trailer for it. It's some weird ass movie, but I put it on there just because I recognize the the title. Uh, if you guys seen the movie, let me know and if it's good or not. Or I of course I could just do it myself. But it'd be nice to have a good feedback on that. It looks interesting. And last but not yeah. least, Perkins, would you like to do the honors? Well, we actually have I actually have a few more on this list. Oh, go for it, my good guy. Uh, the one I actually watched, well, I've, I've seen the last two, but uh, Porky's. Porky's was a good film. Porky's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of guys from Hashku just sat down and watched the movie, which is a very high school man <laughs> movie. That's my kind of like movies I would watch. Yeah. I need to find them on VHS. I'm going to get more VHS tapes. I need to find more. Thrift stores are the best place. Yeah. I got over like. 50 of them so far need more and finally what is it oh no go ahead go ahead ahead. no 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 you have the honors of this last film what is it perkins well i believe i believe it was george lucas i may be wrong but i'm pretty uh, sure i thought it was steven spielberg hold up yeah 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 it is steven spielberg right yeah yeah No, no, it's Lucas. It's Steve. It's George Lucas. Oh, dude, I googled George Lucas and a picture of Seth Rogen popped up. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm so confused. But yeah, George Lucas came, uh, directed and came out with Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was, um, the- no, it's well, okay. On Google, it says it's Steven Spielberg, and then it's yeah. a story by George Lucas. So technically, it's both in a sense. Yeah. Story by George Lucas, but it was directed by Steven Spielberg. Okay. All right. So okay. Yeah. And then the starting right. role was Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, Harrison Ford, great guy, cool guy. Can I be honest here? I have probably watched Raiders of the Lost Ark one time when I was very young, so I don't remember what the fuck goes on. I know what the movie's about, but I've that's. It's been a long time, so I don't remember yeah, the events I, of the movie. I never really got into Indiana Jones. I was it's more one of those movies. I, it's like Star Wars to me. To me, I'm not a big sci-fi person unless it's Stranger Things. That's that's cool with me. But anything with like the whole sci-fi, like with lasers and stuff, it's not something that appeals to my nerdy interest. But I will probably give it a try just for once. I'll watch the first one. I mean, well, I should, yeah, the first, first one, yeah. like, 
not the 77 or 76 like the first story of star wars and then start from there oh, and see. see if i get if i want to get into it or not but it might take a while because i have other movies i want to see first yeah Okay. All right, well, unfortunately, not the best. I mean, definitely iconic movies, but nowhere near as much as I would think. Yeah. I think no later way. on down the road, there's definitely movies I like to talk about. Oh, yeah. Now, Towards like the mid to late 80s, you get like some of the more iconic films. <clears throat> All right. What about uh, time, time to talk about music now? You think it's that time? Actually, actually not just yet. Not, not just, just yet. Because like, much like the last... Much like last week when we talked about 1980, this year, 1981, we also have multiple famous celebrity births. That's right. Oh, what? I, how could I forget? Well, first, let's go through the deaths. Uh, I really only found one that every, most people would know, which was Bob Marley, which surprisingly enough, I did not know he died. I thought he was a more modern artist. I didn't know he was like 80s, 70s and 80s. Right. Well, for what I can tell, there's only a few celebrities that I personally, not personally know, but I know that are iconic, I guess you can say. Elijah All Wood. Right. Oh, absolutely. Lead, act, uh, lead actor in one of the, literally the greatest movies of all time. The Lord of the uh, Rings. There's a musician... Um, I'm going to be getting a lot of hate for this, but the way I pronounce it, Dead Mayu 5. Whatever that one do with that. It's, it's Dead mouse, mouse looking. Yeah. Dead Mouse? Yeah. Okay. It's I don't know why I said mouse, but It's like Dead Mouse. It's so yeah. like his name, but he prefers to be called Dead Mouse. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dead Mouse. Okay, that's an easy way to put it. I, I know who have... he is. I just don't know what he's called. I'm sorry. I'm not an electric dance music kind of guy, but he was born in 1981. Yeah, we also have one of my favorite actors, literally, is uh, Rami Malek. Oh, yeah. Great, great actor, man. If you ever watch, uh, I think it's Robot Cop, or no, no. Uh, oh, what's it called? Oh, man, it's going to drive me crazy. Oh, Mr. Robot. No, I was thinking Robocop or something, but no, it's Mr. Robot. It's a series. It's really good. Okay. There's also Joseph Gordon Levitt, who was in Inception, The Dark Knight, The Django, and if I remember what the other one was, um, The Interview. But he's not a big star. One of those ones, but he, he's a really expensive. But I love The Interview. We have uh, we have a couple uh, Marvel people. We got Chris Evans. Who played uh, Captain America? And oh, then yeah. we have, uh, Tom Hiddleston, who played Loki. Okay. Oh, I just saw something. Um, Serena Williams, an iconic uh, tennis player. Oh, really? Yes. Wait, is she really 40? Yeah. Wow. September 26, 1981. Wow. And can I also mention um, Ivanka Trump was also born in 1981? Yes, I did. I, I noticed that. That's. Interesting. Holy crap, she's actually born a day before my birthday. That's cray cray, October 30th. Oh, wow. Very nice. Very nice. That's very nice. Very Who cool. Else do we have here. Cool. We have, we have uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, which she played in Jurassic World. And I believe she also uh, 
directed, um, I believe she also directed uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, she directed uh, certain episodes of The Mandalorian. Oh, which is, which is a great film, a uh, great series. Probably the best series I've watched. Yeah, one of my buddies said it was one of the best, which, like I said, I'm not big in Star Wars, but there's a day that I might go, you know what, I'll give it a go, and before I know it, I might get addicted. A lot of things do that to me sometimes. Who else do we got? I got quite a long list here. Uh, We have uh, Natalie Portman, who is also another Star Wars uh, actress. Oh, yeah. Natalie Portman, queen. Yep. We have Paris Hilton. Uh, Alicia Keys. Yes, Alicia Keys. Um, wait, what was she in? She's a, I believe she's a singer. She's a singer. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. It says right here she was in the backyardigans. What was she doing wait, there? What's she doing? What's she doing? Dude, that's in the legendary. That's very epic. Yeah, she's I, a fifteen-time Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter, music musician, producer, accomplished actress, New York Times best-selling author, and yada yada yada. <laughs> Well, it says here that she was also on the Cosby Show. Was she a main character, or was she like, a, like a guest star? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Me neither, honestly. No, nope, I guess she was just a guest star. Oh, be darn, man! She she was in the backyard again. It's crazy. I remember watching that show as a kid. And then I only have one more. Uh, her name's Stephanie Beatrice. She plays in. Uh, as you know from last week's episode, I love sitcoms. Um, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine, she played Rosa, which is great, great show. I've only watched a few episodes of uh, Brooklyn. It is a good show. Just, I don't know. I might give it a watch. Is it available on Hulu? Uh, either Hulu or Peacock. We are not sponsored, so it's just a promotionless shout-out. <laughs> You hear that, Hulu? You don't have to pay us anything. We got you. And Peacock, you know, we got you too, I guess. You're free anyway, so. All right. So far, it's all the celebrities that I personally know, or, or I know yeah. right, from good movies I mean, I've seen. I knew quite a bit of them. A lot of, I mean, Elijah Wood was like the main one that I saw because Lord of the Rings. I have a problem. So I, th- I think we only have two more subjects here that I have written down. What is it? Well, I have, unlike last uh, last week when we talked about the year prior, uh, which only had like one major video game that came out, this year actually came out with quite a few iconic video games. May you start off with the first one? What well, you be? already said Donkey Kong, so we're going to yep. go with the next best thing. And what would that be? Frogger. Frogger, yeah. And don't forget, Miss Pac-Man came in the game. Dude, I remember watching you play Miss Pac-Man back in the day. You were killing it. Oh, yeah. Miss Pac-Man's a lot more fun. It's just a faster version of Pac-Man. Like, she, she running, man. We also have Galaga, which, you know, pretty much, like, a lot of these games are like the turning point of you know the gaming industry okay defender and then yeah yeah defender is a good one and centipede. Centipede. yeah centipede yep. 
and tennis. <laughs> I don't know how people could play tennis or any sports game on an Atari twenty six hundred or even fifty two hundred. Those are just. I mean, I know at that time it's the best thing ever, but now I'm just like mm, some games you just you can't play it now. Yeah, if I'm gonna play a sports game. I'll play Madden two thousand eight. <laughs> apparently, know. one of the best ones. And people are actually going for a lot of money on not a whole lot, but quite a bit more than your typical sports game on eBay. I mean, I really Thanks don't God. play sports games. I I'm an avid NASCAR fan, so it's not technically a sports game. So you technically play sports games in a sense. I play like Gran Turismo. That's my type of sports. Yeah, but one of our buddies plays basketball. Which you know, if you like playing basketball on your game console, that's cool. I'm sure it's fun, but I'd rather play basketball in real life. You know. Do a little dribble, do a little hoops. That's what I'm all about. Now, there's also one game in particular, which it's all. Have you ever heard of the whole Polybus or um, game? I have not. No. Well, I'll give you a little description, and this is something that people can research up. It's supposed to be an urban legend con- con- um, concerning the game. Sorry, I'm hearing the audio back in my ear in this while I'm talking to you. It's kind of distracting. Oh, me. Right. Go, give me one second. All right, man. So it's an urban legend describing the game as part of a government-run, crowded source um, psychology experience based in Portland, or, um, Oregon. Gameplay supposedly produced intensely um, psychoactive and addictive effect in the player. So kind of like the game makes you like go like crazy or makes you, you know like lose your fucking mind kind of deal. Like it was a government experiment. There's a whole lot more going on with it, but ABGN, Angry Video Game Nerd, just, you know, described it pretty well and it was also entertaining at the same time. But people have said yeah. the game never existed at all. But people have, you know, have pictures of it. But some of it's also probably fabricated or fake. But it's a whole urban legend, which this took place in 1981. I see. So. Very interesting. Well, I think video games pretty much covers it for any game that I care for. Unfortunately, yep. sorry guys. I'm sure there's probably like nerds out there who have way more game suggestions from 1981, but those are the only ones I've ever tried. Oh, well, <laughs> we're posers. I guess. <laughs> I guess that only leaves one more subject, and it's my favorite, the best subject. I will allow you to do the honors for the first. Well, let's just talk about the greatest. Band to come out of the 80s formed, I believe, in 1981. In Bath, England. Oh, yeah. By none other than Roland Orzabal and Kurt Smith himself. And together they formed a group called The Boys Who Cry. Damn it. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't say that. Nope. Tears for fears. Tears for fears. I have one of their vinyls in my room. So cool. I mean, I listen to the music a lot. It's just quite a lot. Amazing. I'd say the uh, songs from the Big Choir album is probably my second favorite. Actually, no, actually, it's my first favorite. I lied. Sorry. Do you mean songs from the Big Chair? Wait. Oops. Wait, are you sure? Yeah, songs from the big chair. My eyes thought it said choir. 
Sorry, I was I was actually I don't remember the album name, so I turned around and looked at it because I have it displayed. And uh, yeah, you're right, it is chair. Fuck, I thought it's a choir. I'm like, hold up, thought it would make sense, but you know what? Chair. I'm calling I'm calling Kurt Smith right now. Oh, don't call Kurt Smith. He's gonna be pissed. He's gonna go <laughs> stop. You offended me. I don't know. I love his voice though, but it has that weird like uh, to it, which I yeah, kind of enjoy. Yeah. No hard feelings, Kurt. You're a legend. You and Roland. I wonder what Roland's doing right now. Like right now at this exact time at 2:27 a.m. We're in Eastern time or Central time. Is it Eastern or Central? Eastern. That's what I thought. I'm a retard, guys. Just bear with me. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, well, hold what, what, first off, let's see where he lives. Yeah, let's go find where he lives and just track him down. It'd be all right. He lives in a Portsmouth. Where's Portsmouth? I bought tickets. <laughs> well, I'm a big fan of your keyboards. <laughs> so it is actually 7.31 a.m. So right now he's probably getting up. Oh, wait. I just some, realized my clock. Making some eggs. Making some, yeah, he's probably having some delicious eggs and bacon and beans. Maybe, maybe some tea. Of course. Yeah. And with That's a nice toast. Do. Maybe a biscuit or a crumpet. Well, what kind of biscuit? Because I think biscuits are called cookies up there, aren't they? Like cookies oh, are well, called biscuits. He, yeah. Well, then he's not having a biscuit for breakfast. What are they called? Biscuit biscuits, like our version of biscuits in England. I think. I think they're crumpets. No, crumpets are like a harder. Crumpets are like a crunchy biscuit. <laughs> okay. I, and I the potato so. chips are called crisps, and cookies are biscuits. Yeah. I mean, they they they're 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 the pioneers of Eng- um, English, so I can't judge. We screwed up. We're, we're the retards. <laughs> Yeah, we the dumb ones. Don't blame us, though. Not the American people. Blame the government. But anyway. Yep. All right. So, what else is going on in the 80s music? I got one for you. An iconic song by no no one but other, Phil Collins. In Are the you talking air about? tonight. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest drum lines in that song. God, every time oh. my dad would I, actually, you know what? No, I lied. My dad doesn't ever listen to Phil Collins. He was mostly into hair metal. My mom probably would have done it though. Oh yeah. If we would listen to it, she'd def- she'll definitely do the drum thing. What about uh, what about one of the most popular songs that came from nineteen the nineteen eighties? Don't stop believing by Journey. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie though. It, it's. Before the whole thing, before people start listening to it, becoming more overrated beforehand, it was busted. Now I can't even want to listen to it anymore. I yeah, can't even I, just I really, want to listen to yeah. it anymore. I feel that. I feel that. I just feel like it's overplayed. Way overplayed. It's the kind of music you would definitely hear at a wedding. And trust me, when I worked at a wedding when I was at Columbia, not the actual Col- not Columbia, Columbia, Woodlands. They always play that song at every wedding, and I have to hear a bunch of white people singing, and it's like, yep, we ruined it. We're done. It's either that or one of ACDC songs. Shook me all night long. Uh, 
I mean, I like that song. It's not bad. Not bad. If I'm going to listen to anything ACDC, definitely with Bon Scott. I just enjoy that stuff. Not a fan yeah. of Highway to Hell, though it's an iconic, beautiful song, but Neither oh, I, no. way overrated. Yeah. I like uh, Let Let There Be Rock. Oh, yeah. All right. I got um, one, too. All right. Let's hear it. It's a beautiful new wave song by another than the Human League called Don't You Want Me. Don't you want me, baby. Oh, okay. Don't you want me. Oh. Beautiful singing voice of mine. Damn. I should be on American Idol. <laughs> okay. Katie yeah, Perry would definitely song. give me a solid 10 out of 10. I get to go to Hollywood. All right. What other songs do you know from the 80s? Or 1981 particularly? Well. I personally enjoy watching TikToks from time to time. Oh, yeah? And a lot of what I've been seeing lately, there's like this trend going around that has this song. And I did not know it came from 1981 until I was doing the research. Uh, but it's, it's a song called Just the Two of Us by Grover Washington Jr. and Bill Withers. I'll be honest, I never heard that song. Oh, unless, of course, oh. I hear it. And I might be familiar with it. I'd never yeah. put it on my list. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. All right, here's one song that people might know. Now, this is the original beat from the song called Can't Touch This, but it's by none other than Rick James. Super yep. Freak. I was actually to prepare for the research i actually listened to 1981 hits so it's kind of like i was just vibing and i heard that and literally, yeah the first thing i thought about was you know mc hammer can't touch this when i was when i was like seven i would not seven nine i would play super freak over and over and over like that song was just beautiful it wasn't okay i know the song's lyrics are not something for a nine-year-old to listen to but the beat though it just kicks me every time I mean, it starts off pretty, uh, pretty not child friendly. She's a very geeky girl, which I don't know what that meant. So I just, you know, I was like just bopping my head, didn't care about the lyrics. Said, now I'm like, now no, I do, I... and he needs Jesus. Lord help me. Now there's one song about... you may not be familiar with. Oh, sorry, you want to go ahead and pick no, out the next no, song? No, 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 no. All right, I'll, I'll pick one and then you'll go next. I apologize. If you played oh. San Andreas. I have. Multiple I times. probably doubt you probably listen to the country radio. Yeah, occasionally. I'll just since if you probably won't understand this one, but there's a song called Queen of Hearts by Juice Newton. Beautiful. Like I'm not a big country person. Songs from like the seventies, eighties country, they were pretty decent. I give it that. Okay. I'll give them a solid. Yeah. Give us all right. What's next? Four what out of ten compared. Well, I got probably one of my favorite 80s bands, other than Gears or Fears. Got a song by Queen and oh. David Bowie. None other David than the Bowie. famous song, Under Pressure. Oh, yeah. 1981, really? Yeah. Wow. Great song. For some reason, I thought that song was like way later. Well, yeah. All right. There's a song called Young Turks by Rod Stewart. You know who Rod Stewart is? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He was, a, he was at his prime in the '80s and '70s, but I'm sorry, but he's irrelevant now. I feel it. Some people are just best to stay back in their time, but that's just the way what? I see it sometimes. But some people might still 
might still be able to kick it off real nice. Some new music, oh, yeah. kind of like a who is an art. Uh, no, actually, I like. I don't know anyone. <laughs> what about uh? Oh, Pet Shop Boys. My mistake. Oh, they pet, still yeah. make music, but really, yeah. But they're none of their uh songs on here are from my teeny one. So that will be till later, though. I definitely have a lot to uncover when that time comes. Interesting. That's one of my favorites. I didn't know that they're still around. And they still make good music. It still sounds like their old stuff. It's great that it haven't changed much a bit. The vocalist That's sounds nice. exactly the same. Like you know how Elton John back in the seventies he sounded higher pitch. Now he sounds lower. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not this guy. Not my boy. I think his name Neil. Not my boy Neil. He still sounds the same since the eighties. It's great. And they still That's kept that nice it. instrumental. And Chris, the player, I should say, the musician, the one that does all the instrumental stuff. Beautiful. All right. You know the song called The Breakup Song by the Craig Kin Band? I have heard it. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Damn. Yeah. That part gets me every time. Every time it goes uh-uh-uh, I just start crying. What about uh, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springsteen? Oh man, we gotta find her. Yeah. You know, I just wish that I had Jesse's girl, bro. I actually oh. really need to give that song a listen more often. I actually keep forgetting that song is around. It's actually, I know it's a little overrated in a way, but it's still fun to listen to. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like you hear it and you're like, oh, I hear this song a lot, but you want to listen to it because it's good. This is definitely one of those songs I would listen to when I'm drunk. I mean, I'll listen to it sober, but definitely want to join in on a group of people singing that song at a party. That'd be oh, a lot yeah. of fun. I definitely would do that. Um, I... song called uh, Girls on Film by Duran Duran, who are also the people that sang Duran Duran. What are Duran Duran? I call them Duran Duran. I don't fucking know. I can call them anything I, mean, I want. I've heard of both ways. They're the ones who sang that one beautiful song, which... It's called oh. Hungry Like the Wolf. Which, ironically enough, the first time I heard that song was on Shrek 2 when they were doing that whole Far, Far Away Idol. That's the only time I ever heard that. Oh. And then I heard it in real life. Yeah. I'm like, this sounds familiar. Is this from Shrek? <laughs> oh, yeah. And what you got? Um, I actually have two more on my list here. I Same. have two more TikTok songs that are popping off right now oh yeah i got you make my dreams by hauling oats not like hauling oats but like haul and oats i know you're talking about what's the song called you make my dreams i only know i'm out of touch i'm sorry i I only know that because of vice city which also is one of the games that got me into new wave and hair metal at the age of yeah. 10. And then finally, I got one more. What is it? Unless you have more. Oh, no. I got it's more, but probably, I'll let you finish this off. From your section, probably, I'll do mine. It's probably one of the grooviest songs from 1980s. Because every time I hear it, I just kind of do a little dance. What was that? I'm talking about Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, Yes. You know, oh, I'm gonna yeah. pop that song on later on. I'm gonna jam out of that. Oh, uh, for sure. I got two more, which I'll be honest, one of these songs I just listened to just to know what it is. It's one of the 
Rolling Stones' other popular songs, which is called Start Me Up. Okay. And one of my also, my second or third, you know, I don't put them in categories or of first, second, and third of my favorite groups, but the Psychedelic Furs, their one song that broke them or, you know, got their careers going, which I think I might be wrong, but I believe it's true, but Pretty in Pink. That song is beautiful. I would recommend listening to it. <laughs> it talks about prink. <laughs> pinky, pinky. But unfortunately, that's actually all I know so far from 1981. But they're definitely, all the songs that I have listed and talked about are stuff I listen to quite frequent. Yeah, I mean, like every song that I that I found, you know, I've listened to all of them and I enjoy all of them. So it's good. I like it. Yes. Oh, one more thing. Metallica formed in 1981. Did they really? They did. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's all I get. <laughs> wow. The only... It's always my favorite album. I'm sure yours is probably the black one, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know any of their album names. I only like the one song from them, which is a one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure we first heard it from, you know, Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll be honest, guess. guys. Most of the songs I listen to from those times mostly came from a fucking video game. That's just how it oh, is sometimes. Yeah. And I think it's pretty cool, though, that they did that. That's how I got into it. Yeah. But, of course, Michael Jackson, though, which I can't wait to talk about because next year, 1982, there's a lot to uncover about Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. That's when I'm shit got crazy for him. Oh, I know. He might not have been good, but <laughs> we don't All right. Know. I believe I have talked about everything that I know so far from 1981. I think I'm with you on that. All right. So I think we've come to that time of the episode where we decide, Silas, whether it was retro or not. So I'll let you go first. What do you think? Give me your overall opinion. I'm going to say it's kind of half. Oh, there good. wasn't really a lot of change. Yes, there was a lot of political changes. You know, Ronald Reagan's situation where he got shot, but he survived. I'd say it's retro for the music perspective. That's when a lot of the music really, like the best songs people still listen to today, came from that year. And video games, Donkey Kong introducing Mario, in quotes, which became one of the most iconic game, video game characters later in that year's. Oh, for sure, for sure. So I'm going to give this about in between, in my opinion. I'd say music really was like most of the half. The other one, not so much really that importance to me. Oh, okay. All right, all right. What about you, my guy? I would venture to say that it is, in fact, retro. Although, Although Ronald Reagan was almost killed, Pope John Paul was shot and almost killed overall i think it was a good time i mean we have i enjoy the films that came out in 1981 i've you know i've watched almost you know all of them off the list other than halloween part two friday the 13th part two but i mean the music i mean a lot of celebrities that i know were born in 1981 which went on to create you know very great movies and shows 
I mean, the video games were just iconic. Yeah. So I, I just, in my opinion, I think it's retro. I think it's okay. I definitely see your point. Most of us, I think that's it. I'm that's a wrap on 1981. Join us next week for 1982. And oh, oh boy, I think I have a few things in my head that I want to talk about, but not until that time comes. It's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy one. I'm ready for it. So we'll see you guys cool. next week. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.